R. Pro Cannabis Media. Hi, everyone. Welcome again to another special edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young, our weekly podcast here on Pro Cannabis Media. As you know, we always encourage you to like, share and subscribe to our podcast. It's available on all those major distribution networks. And of course, we also create a visual record of this interview and we distribute that on our PCM TV network, all those social media platforms out there. And of course, we live stream 24 seven on ProCannabisMedia.com, Roku and Apple Plus TV. We're so happy to be joined by Paul Botto. He's the CEO and founder of Lucid Green. And Paul, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome, Jimmy. Just a correction, I'm the president. Oh gosh, uh, did I, I? I hope I didn't just cause you, uh, you know, a cut in pay or anything like that. Did I? Hey, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. I'll I'll apologize to my partner for you. I appreciate that. And, and Larry Levy is is the CEO, and I'm the president. There you go. So if you find a CEO, please share that with me because the people I work with keep referring to me as CEO, and I keep saying <laughs> no. I like that word president better than CEO. Okay, perfect. And why don't you why don't you explain the right off the bat, what are the differences and responsibilities in your eyes of what a president does and what a CEO does? Do you mind? No, I don't mind at all. I, I mean, I, I think it probably varies uh, yeah. for different companies. But in our case, um, you know, Larry is keeping the trains running on time. Uh, he is um, dealing with money raises and major partnerships. Um, I run the uh, commercial side of the business. So uh, sales, business development, um, things of that nature. And so the two of us combined to, you know, do all of the normal things you need to do to keep a company running. And, um, you know, it, the funny thing is as a startup, uh, your card may say president on it, but you could be sweeping the floors at any given moment. Whatever needs to get done, you need to get done, right? So it all falls back on Larry and I one way or the other. Uh, right. So we, we split up those duties and um, we just get it done. I like that. And, that, and of course, that is so typical of many startups and that entrepreneur uh, mantra out there, uh, chief yeah. bottle washer being the, the phrase, I believe that is uh, yeah. cliche, right? Um, right? Tell us a little bit about Lucid Green. What is it that you do? Give me that uh, corporate elevator pitch, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So. Lucid Green, um, there's a couple of ways to, to think about it. We make packaging interactive. That's one way to think about it. We put a special code called Lucid IDs onto packaging, mm -hmm. and it effectively turns that package into an interactive experience. Um, and it can be accessed by virtually anyone in the supply chain all the way to the consumer. These Lucid IDs are very, very special in that they're unique to the unit level which means we can do a lot of great things with that fidelity. For example, I could deliver all of the information to a consumer that they would need to know about whether they want to purchase this product pre-purchase, right? I'm in the store, I'm browsing. And in those scenarios where you can actually handle product, they could point their cell phone camera at that code and get a wealth of information about that product all the way down to the batch level because we have such great fidelity, I could show 
that, hey, you know, here are the testing results of this product. Um, here's all of the details that you need in order to know, is this the right product for me? Dosage guidance, product description, and so on. Um, maybe back at home where I forget everything that the bud tender tells me, which is often the case, um, I can say, you know, was it, uh, was it two of these I should have or 10 of these I should have, which could be a big difference, right? Oh no, um, that's a very big difference. <laughs> right. So um, before you go and make a colossal mistake and spend four hours cowering in the corner, um, you, you know, you point your cell phone camera at that code. Boom, there you go. Dosage guidance. Here's how it's going to make you feel. Here's what you, sh you should do. And what's interesting for consumers is, you know, when they download the app, they log in, you can actually track your dose over time. So it's very personal. You know, we might have the same length of experience with cannabis, but your dose may be twice what mine is. Um, so over time, you'll develop this running log of what is your exact dose for this exact product. The next right. time you scan it, the system will say, ah, you've had this before. Here's what you did last time. And maybe it gave you the right experience. Maybe it didn't. And you can dial that in. What it can do for others, bud tenders, um, you know, bud tenders have a, an incredibly difficult job. They've got 50, 60, 70 SKUs, sometimes hundreds to keep track of. And people come in and use them like they're a pharmacist or a doctor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, what should I take? I want to, I want this experience. I want to treat that. So a bud tender can obviously just turn around and scan one of these codes at any moment and get directly from the brand exactly what this product is, how it was made, dosage guidance, and deliver that expert um, advice to a consumer. If we pull it back one more step, Lucid IDs can carry regulatory information for the supply chain. So when people are trying to move product around in this industry, there are some unique requirements um, that cause a lot of pain and a lot of um, redundancy and, and high operational cost for brands, for distributors, for retailers. All of that goes away with Lucid IDs. We can pack these Lucid IDs full of information about the batch, about the order that this you know, set of products is associated with, pass that information along incredibly efficiently. Um, just a simple scan of a case ID, which is sort of a roll-up of Lucid IDs that goes onto a case, and boom, you've ingested an entire case of inventory in three seconds. Um, so it, they, they do quite, quite a lot of things, but it really comes down to that fidelity and our ability to use these things flexibly across the whole supply chain that I think is special. And, and of course, uh, being a very unique product, not only is it subject to more regulations than any other new industry that has potential to be in the billions, if not trillions of dollars over the next 10 years or so, um, the, the fact that this product interacts with every mammal differently, because right. every mammal has this endocannabinoid system inside us all. And, right. and to me, it sounds like you're making what used to be called a food diary. We used to keep track of all the foods that we put in. I mean, I've seen people um, sure. who may, you know, write down what I ate today and this is what it did to me, or, you know, this is what, but with, with cannabis, because it has so many different elements to it and so many different uh, chemical compounds, to keep track of something like this, I would think a regular consumer would want to use this to yep. just see, hey, I tried this a couple of weeks ago and I didn't really like 
you know, what it did to me or yeah. just the opposite, or I really liked what it did to me. Right. Um, I want to get it again. So it is, um, it's a way of kind of fine tuning artificial intelligence and personalizing it. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you, 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 those are perfect examples. So I didn't like what this did to me. And then there's a wealth of information in there, including the full <laughs> test report. So the cannabinoids present, the terpenes present, because we're starting to know, and we're just figuring this out, right? I mean, right. we as in the collective we, right. we're just figuring this out. What is actually the mechanism that gives us the good feelings, the bad feelings, and whatever when we consume cannabis? So for a consumer, and because it's so personal, I might react to pinene, popular terpene, differently than you, or myrcene, or linalool. And I have a good experience or a bad, I can look at the chemical composition of that product and go, hmm, you know, the last 10 times I had something high in pinene kind of made me jittery and I don't like that. Or the last 10 times I had something high in linalool got a little sleepy and I, you know, I'm looking for a more energetic experience. So there's all kinds of information to help the consumer navigate what they want out of this product. But at the same time, there's a wealth of information about what consumers and types of consumers are catering towards that's helpful for the brand to build the right product and market position it properly so if you're talking about a product as you know this some um, relaxing experience and it's not giving your consumers a relaxing experience it's time to either reposition that or make a new product that actually does what you say it does right so this information can be passed from the consumer back to the brand. And so it's not only for the consumer, but it's a bridge from the consumer back to the brand where they can help the brand make better products. And in the early stages of this industry, that feedback is essential in, in figuring this out and getting everybody to a place where it's as predictable as you know alcohol or, or, or other foods that, that, that we consume. I know what it, what's gonna happen when I have a beer. Right. Uh, and we really got to get to that, you know, that point with with cannabis and make it more predictable. And I think that's going to be paramount to the to the uh, success of the industry as all. Well. You know, uh, as someone who's uh, now taken a, um, a stake in the industry, if you will, the word fascinating is used so many times when we talk about the growth of this industry, the, the intricacies of this industry, uh, the different nuances of the product and a, a simple tracking device, if you will, of, of your usage seems to be a tool that most people would welcome. And the other thing that I find fascinating about this is you're starting to see QR codes being embedded on videos, right? Mm -hmm. We saw it, NBC's just coming off an Olympics that it seemed like there was a QR code on the screen for just about every time that they were promoting the next programming schedule and of course then i read in then i read in the old-fashioned newspaper that no one knew where to get the uh where to find olympics on the tv and i'm like they were offering you qr codes to help you with that decision mm -hmm. that the the knowledge base in cannabis is so vast right. that um any kind of a tool I would think would be welcomed by the consumer, but we yeah. all struggle with educating that consumer because we're still fighting that 80 years of stigma about, you know, this is just not a good, this is a drug, not mm -hmm. a plant medicine. And, and just breaking that stigma is always a challenge. I don't care in what 
uh, phase you're in in your industry. So uh, is the QR code basically now becoming more accepted as a tool, do you think, by the consumer? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, COVID, um, I suppose, uh, maybe gave us one good thing in that um, everybody knows how to use a QR code now. Uh, and, you know, it, we predicted the um, resurgence of QR codes back in you know, 2018, when we started the company, uh, there was an article in Wired Magazine in September 2017 uh, about the resurgence of QR codes. And they went into this, it was a great article about how Apple, you know, killed the QR code because it, it, they didn't want it to compete with the App Store. So in the US, uh, nobody really used QR codes for about a decade. In the rest of the world, you know, China was trading, you know, trillions of dollars using QR codes. They were using it for transactions and using it to, you know, buy sodas at a at a soda machine and you know, all all kinds of stuff. And um, they predicted that this would this resurgence would happen. Um, but in the early days, I still had to answer the "Do people really use QR codes?" question in right. every single conversation I had. I don't have to answer that anymore. Um, the last year and a half, anybody that tried to eat in a restaurant has used the QR code. That's right. right? If you want to eat, if you want to see what the menu looks like, yeah. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So what's what really shifted is in um, late 2018, both Apple and Android made QR code reading native to the phone, meaning mm. you just pull up the camera on your phone, you point it at a QR code, and the camera automatically detects it's a QR code puts the link up and boom, you're in. So you didn't have to download a separate QR code reading app anymore. That was the big jump that changed. And, um, and so it put us on a path where QR codes are the best solution for delivering a lot of information instantly to a lot of people at once, which is why the Olympic committee was using it uh, all over the place as well. That's right. Um, where, where do you think your biggest challenges are? Are you still in an educating mode where you have to educate the public, the consumer on maybe they understand how to use the QR code, but yeah. to take it to the level that you're looking at uh, to actually track usage of a of a plant medicine? Uh, yeah. how, how do you educate the public about why this is so important to you if you're going to be using cannabis? Well, you know, I think um, I would pull it back to the brands and um, it, it's really about educating the brands and giving them the tools and the ability to educate their consumer, right? Which is a tremendous branding experience in and of itself. When a brand teaches you something and introduces you to a world that makes your life better, um, helps you figure things out that you want to know about, like what is it in this product that's making me feel this way? Or which one of these products is going to give me the result that I'm looking for? So what we do is we work with brands to integrate the Lucid message, integrate the Lucid um, capabilities into all of their marketing, into all, you know, they should be talking about this and introducing it to their customer. Now, as far as educating the customer on accessing a QR code, you know, that's kind of been taken care of for uh, by COVID. So everybody knows how to do this. And one of the things that we did when we built this product is the first stage of the customer journey, it's kind of a two-stage process, is very low bar. In fact, you don't have to do anything. You point your camera at that code, 
You click the link and you get a wealth of information about the unit in your hand. Everything you need to know about whether I should buy this product or how I use it. You didn't sign up for anything. You didn't register for anything. You didn't download anything. So it's a really low bar. And so that education happens as a consequence of the codes just being there and being available. Somebody sees it, there's a call to action around that code, scan to learn or scan to earn, because we can actually deliver brand loyalty through these codes. Mm -hmm. And that's the second stage of the customer journey where the customer can accept loyalty from the brand. They can authenticate the product. Is this what I think it is? Or is it a black market product? Something incredibly important during the vape scare. Right. Um, so are you buying black market? You think you're you know, buying a premium product, but you know, it was actually made in a bathtub somewhere. Um, so you know, there's, there's this two-step customer journey deliberately built so that that customer education happens just by discovering the code and scanning it. And then it's like, whoa, I really want to know this stuff. Every time I see one of these codes, I'm going to keep scanning it. Oh, I can save my, you know, it sort of leads you down a path. I can save my dosage here. Well, that's really helpful um, because I forget what I did last time, right? Uh, and, um, and so on. So it's kind of built into the process, starts with the brand. Um, there's education that can happen at the retail level as well, but it really, you know, the brands are taking the the brunt of this. And I think they're doing a fantastic job of building this into their process. Um, it is an essential tool for marketing and for communicating, connecting directly to the consumer. And they, they really do a great job of, of making it known that there is really good stuff underneath this code. Can that code, it, well, I know that I've seen it on videos because NBC was doing that all the time on their Olympic coverage. Can that code take you directly to the buy cycle so that it becomes, not only do, are you getting to know what that product is, but is there another um, option on that screen that comes yes. up that is like buy? Absolutely, and what, absolutely. And, is it, can, and isn't that what, what everybody wants? Am I right there? Or yeah, of course, of course, right? So did you like this product? Click here to buy it again. Yeah. Or click here to learn about some of our other products that are similar. Um, so there's a there's a lot of flexibility here where a brand can put links to, um, you know, find a dispensary with this product or buy this product now from our delivery partner. Or um, did you know we now make an edible using the same strain? You know, there's there's all kinds of ways to take that consumer on a journey with your brand uh, and really lock them in and, and, and drive that brand affinity with all the tools that normal marketers, I say normal, uh, marketers in other industries, uh, in traditional CPG, they have a wealth of tools available. It's so limited and sort of locked down in cannabis, um, but everyone has sometimes millions of packages out there. And by integrating Lucid IDs, you open up probably your most um, effective digital marketing channel you could ever have. Somebody's holding your product right now. Talk to them and yeah. allow them to talk to you. It, it, you know, and as a talk show host, um, I certainly enjoy that opportunity to engage and interact uh, with the public in whatever capacity I, I, I desire. Um, however, you know, even in our COVID world and how we've all learned how to use Zoom, um, we've taken our ability to reach others uh, to a whole new level at uh, Pro Cannabis Media too. So it, it's kind of fun to hear how the 
the universe is aligning and adapting because of the post COVID or even <laughs> it's not post yet, is it now, Paul? <laughs> right, uh, we're right. still we're still right in the middle of it. And I just wonder how long we're going to have these kinds of effects and what are these factors that are going to be with us now for years, if not decades to come? And, and is the, the QR code here to stay in the US as far as commerce and marketing go? You think it is, obviously. Yeah, I do. I do. I think there's a place for it, even if everything goes back to normal. You know, you go into any retail location and you're looking for information about what should I buy? Is this the right thing for me? And what have you? Um, you know, retailers are looking to, um, you know, save overhead and, and, and things. So sometimes, you know, you walk in and there's half the number of, of store employees there used to be. Um, what do you replace that with? Right? How do I get the information that I need? <clears throat> in the times of COVID, um, Lucid IDs were incredibly useful because you, know, you were doing a lot of um, buy online, pick up curbside or pick up mm -hmm. in store where that essential bud tender interaction for a lot of people was their only guidance for what should I be taking if I want this, right? If I want this right. kind of reaction. And if that's removed, and you're literally just somebody's handing you a bag through your car window, how do you get that guidance? Um, so having the Lucid IDs on pack, it's like having a bud tender in your pocket, <laughs> right? It's not a replacement for the bud tender, but it's like having one with you, right? And, and you're I, like, look, I forget, or I just wanna revisit this, or you know, I didn't memorize you know, this entire scientific document, the COA, the Certificate of Analysis, so I know every terpene that's in here, but I really liked what just happened. And I'm curious and boom, you scan and there it is, all the information. So I think that in, a, you know, in the cannabis industry, absolutely, there's so much information to uh, consume and to deliver, um, but in every other industry too. I mean, it, it really has a place and I think it's useful. And um, you know, as, a, as a way to instantly deliver a specific experience about what I'm trying to do right now. And that's the key with, you know, that differentiates QR codes and the experience underneath with a website. You go to a website and then you have to navigate the website and dig and find and search and try right. to figure out where it is that your answer, it, you right. know, is in there somewhere. With QR codes, you can make them about what you're doing right now. And for us, that is essential because you're holding a package of a product that's a specific SKU that has a specific prominence. It was born here and was made by these people and was tested by this lab. And here's the test result. So I can deliver you exactly what you want to know right now. How do I take this? Right. It's, it's all right there. So, um, yeah, it's very special. And I think um, I think they're perfect for what we're doing. And, and it applies pretty broadly as well. I was going to say, and it goes beyond the cannabis industry as well. Totally, do, you, yeah. do you see? So every product that you go to the um, supermarket for obviously mm -hmm. has a barcode, right? We all go, some of us, yep. some of us are banned from self-checkout lines, let's just say, but <laughs> others, uh, you know, enjoy it and they scan it and they make the little sound. And, and do you see a day where the QR code will replace that barcode on all products? Well, in the cannabis industry, that's, that's already started. Yep. Um, barcodes are limited in that... The information that you put in them is static, 
right? So I create a 14 digit barcode and I load it up with all the information that's relevant to the product during manufacturing. In some industries, that's all you need. So when it gets to the retailer, that barcode still delivers all the information that that retailer needs. Mm -hmm. The unique requirements of the cannabis industry um, require information to be added to each unit later in the process. So after it leaves my manufacturing step, um, I need to add some other information to it. Barcodes have can't do that, right? They can't do, I mean, you could probably program a system if it's still in your facility, but once it leaves your facility and it's at say the distributor and they need to add a, an order ID for the regulatory bodies. Mm -hmm. This is part of the uniqueness of the cannabis industry. You have to add a specific ID that pertains to an order. These 400 units of this 5,000 unit batch are now going to this retailer. There's an order ID that needs to be added to every single unit, but that unit's in a case of 60. So in order to add that in, in cannabis, you have to unpack the case, pull everything out, apply a secondary sticker to it. And this is either the brand or the distributor or the retailer. And that's 30 hours a week per location for a retailer. That's four to six hours worth of work per order for a right. brand or a distributor. Yeah. It's ridiculous, right? Now with the Lucid IDs, I can scan the case ID on the case, which connects to every Lucid ID inside. And I can just pump that information in. Now, when it gets to the retailer, the retailer scans that case ID to just in, ingest that entire piece of inventory. And here I'm coming back to your question. Once they ingest that case of product, all of the details, everything about everything inside that case without even having to open it, they can tell their POS at checkout, when you see this Lucid ID, charge $19.95, take it out of the seed to sale process, right? Tell the regulatory bodies, I no longer have possession of it. It was a part of this order. It was a part of this batch. So it ties everything together. It eliminates all of this redundancy and, you know, re-stickering and you got big white, ugly stickers all over product at the end. You know, when a consumer is trying to shop for stuff, it's all covered up. All right. that stuff goes away. And the, the, the retailer is actually scanning the Lucid ID now. They're not scanning a barcode. Um, and so it's already happening and it's happening as a consequence of this efficiency all throughout the supply chain and the cleanliness for the consumer. I don't, you know, I can actually see the package now. It's not covered up with all this stuff. It's a better experience. And that same Lucid ID that allowed the product to get here in the first place allows me to understand how to use it. So it's incredibly efficient and uh, yeah. So, so you, you have a business development or a sales team. Are they going after the uh, MSOs? Are they going after the um, various state regulatory boards to see if you can get them to actually require to carry your Lucid IDs? I mean, where, where's your model as far as the target for whom you want to bring this to as far as uh, getting the most bang for your buck, the most uh, ROI? Uh, yes. And so, okay. um, all our, of the above, all of yeah, the above, <laughs> all of the above. Yes. So, um, in, in some States we're working very closely with regulatory bodies because we're delivering to them a specific set of, um, functionality, uh, that they can't get anywhere else to help regulate the product, um, track 
the movement over state lines and things of that nature. Um, but our sales efforts um, specifically are, are centered on, you know, MSOs, um, brands, uh, uh, distributors, as well as um, retail partners. And then there are partnerships with, um, you know, platforms like POS platforms and things that help create extra layers of efficiency for everybody involved. So it's multifaceted, um, but most of my time is spent speaking with brands um, and MSOs about what Lucid IDs can bring to their business. An MSO is unique because they often are vertically oriented. So they are a brand, they are a distributor, and they're a retailer as well. So they get efficiencies times three. When I talk to a brand who's being asked by their retailer, hey, I don't want to do this secondary stickering anymore, right? When a, when a, a box of inventory arrives, I don't want to have to take it out hand apply stickers to every single unit to comply with regulations. I want you to do it now. And the brand's going, wait a second. I packed up a case and anytime it's going to you, I have to unpack the case, print out QR codes, hand apply. This is crazy. This is going to cost me tons of money. The price just went up on our product. So right. for a brand, we solve so many products and so many problems on the supply chain side for them. Um, but we also solve that, how do I talk to my consumer piece? So it's a really compelling story for the brand. When you're a distributor sitting in the middle, you got to deal with all the brand problems and all the retailer problems. When you're the retailer, you have to deal with this 30 hours a week per location, just accepting inventory and hand applying these things. So for an MSO, hitting all of those things is, is a... Um, they're very happy to hear from us. Um, <laughs> sure they um, are. And, and there's quite a few of them out there, even though they continue to get bigger and bigger. And, you know, that that unto itself is a just a, a factor of a new industry with so much uh, money behind it already and so many challenges ahead of it as far as regulation go and overcoming uh, the stigma that's still out there. Uh, everybody is looking for tools to make the whole operation more efficient. And it sounds like uh, you may have come up with one, Paul. You must be pretty excited about this. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are um, we're really kind of hitting a crescendo here it, because of these machinations in the supply chain. What's interesting is my whole lead for two years of our inception was all of this consumer connection piece, the marketing, and how do you reach your consumer, and th that is still very very important, but this supply chain inefficiency as these companies grow and they start to go from hey we made you know 100,000 units this year to we just made you know 6 million units this year or 12 million units <laughs> this year every little bit of inefficiency just explodes right and so right. we're getting to that point where consolidation in the industry and just general growth has caused these guys to really take a deep look at that efficiency. And it's almost flipped where the supply chain piece is the lead now. Wait, you, you're telling me that you can eliminate this whole stickering thing and these codes go on during production with zero overhead? And then I can do all of these things without taking up one or two FTEs. So we're saving brands one to two full-time employees uh, with this process. We're saving distributors four to six hours per order. And we're saving retailers at least one FTE per location. 
and so again, when you're when you're you're talking about 20 locations for a retailer nowadays, or you're talking about a brand that has this massive distribution, or a distributor who's dealing with 87 brands and 25 million units a year, right? right, right? right. The, these efficiency points are massive. How do people get to you or to your sales team business development group? Well, they can um, reach out to me directly, paul at lucidgreen.io. Uh, they could come to lucidgreen.io, our website. Uh, we've got uh, an info at uh, address there, info at lucidgreen.io. But I'd be happy for your listeners to reach out to me directly, and I promise I'll, I'll treat them uh, with kid gloves. Jimmy. There you go. So where's the QR code that's supposed to pop up and take us directly yeah, to I know. You? I should have one ready. <laughs> I, should have one. I, should, I should wear one on my shirt. There you go. Well, anyway, hey, uh, Paul Botto from um, Lucid Green. Uh, I, I think what you've got is a game changer in this industry, just based on my own little uh, insight on what goes on and some of the uh, feedback that I get from different retailers and, and some of the challenges of the owners of the dispensaries that I know. And uh, I hope that the future is very bright, not only for you, but for also other entrepreneurs out there who can see a problem in the industry and then come up with a solution to it. And it sounds like Lucid Green has done just that. Thank you, Jimmy. And I wish you the best as well. I think that you're an innovator in the industry as well. And I wish you the best in, in what you're doing. I think it's fantastic. Well, thank you so much. And that'll do it for another edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young for our entire team here at PCM TV and Pro Cannabis Media. Remember, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Have a good one. Weed Talk and In the Weeds are two productions of Pro Cannabis Media supported by Revolutionary Clinics, one of the top medical cannabis dispensaries in the Massachusetts area. Now with three locations in Greater Boston, two in Cambridge and one on Broadway in Somerville. Rev Clinics has a patient first mission. They will customize your needs as a medical patient with the proper titration and combination of strains, flavors, and products. Rev Clinics, where the patient comes first. Difference is building a solution for that individual. Not just a custom, here's a box, here's a video, here's how you make your VMS. We custom design and custom build every situation for exactly what the customer needs. And we keep the cost low. We have multiple tiers, you know, as far as what you're looking at on the cost side of things. If you want a one-time, you know, where you just pay one initial cost, we have that. If you want to maintain your system and have the highest protection and highest capabilities and highest upgrades at all times, we have different plans for you. But we scale it so it's scalable and affordable, 100%. Media programming is available live and on demand on our Facebook page at Pro Canna Media, on Instagram at Pro Cannabis Media, on LinkedIn also at Pro Cannabis Media, on YouTube and YouTube Live on Pro Cannabis Media, Twitter at Pro Canna Media, and on 
twitch.tv backslash pro cannabis media. So like, share, and subscribe to all of our content, newsletters, and shows live or on demand. We are pro cannabis media. 